Why is Entertainment Tonight number one? Wow. Because Tuesday, only we have your first look at the Green Lantern. I know, right? Stripped down, suited up, and taking on one of the most beloved comic book superheroes of all time. Gossip Girl's Blake Lively. Let's get these pants off and fly some planes. And Ryan Reynolds. The Green Lantern. Entertainment Tonight. One at them's mouth. Go look for trouble. Number one for a reason. All right, action fans, you have returned to the action room, and we are back in the action room, and I am Tony Wolf, And I'm producer Mike. And we have a very special guest here for our newest radio sode, Mr. Ian Fisher. Hello. Thank you for having me. Our studio audience loves you, Ian. This is being filmed so they can see we don't have a studio audience, so you don't have to keep saying that. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I want to keep that illusion alive in my heart. Until they see the videotape. We need the laugh track. Yes, now, Virginia, there is a studio audience. Why are you filming this, Ian? I am filming this because I think I'm going to put it in my documentary. Now, who right, are you, Ian? I am a... I, <laughs> Tell us who you are. Yeah. Mike. Uh, well, I've known Mike for many years. I am a filmmaker. I'm currently directing two documentaries, one on the comic book artist Steve Rude. Uh, it's called Rude Dude, and another one called Superhero Nation about superheroes and why they're so popular in America and what it says about us as a culture that we choose these characters to, you know, fulfill our need for archetype and, and right, right. all that. And you knew Mike from way back at a dot-com. We, we knew each other at the first uh, internet uh, dot-com crash. Because there's, <laughs> there's about to be another one. But yes. we, we were 10 right. years ago. We were at a big oh, dot-com. boy, it was 10 years yeah, ago. 2000. Wow, 2000. And I, box office. Ian reminds me that I didn't quite remember, but I took him to his first comic book convention, right? Or yeah. You took me Where to my first Comic-Con in San Diego, yes. Okay. You just said, come oh, okay. with me, and I said, sure, why and, not? And now, 10 years later, you're about to do a documentary about one one of the you know greatest artists, Steve Rude, and about just superheroes in general. Which So you, you corrupted Ian, basically. Basically. You, yeah. But there hasn't really been a documentary about superheroes, right? I mean, I, I, there have been many books on that theme of the superhero, the superhero in America... I, th well, there have been several uh, several books, uh, people right. like Danny Fingeroth and uh, Chris Knowles, uh, who did uh, Our Gods Wear Spandex, and uh, <laughs> which is a fantastic book. And there have been a few documentaries, but it really explores superheroes just from a comic book perspective, and it doesn't really right. go across the transmedia aspect, uh, which, you know, now their original comic uh, superheroes being created in movies and video games, right, and it's right. no longer just a comic book-based thing. Mm -hmm. And there aren't that many documentaries that really explore how American they are, whereas, right. you know, other countries, you know, they have anime, they have, uh, you know, science fiction, but they don't really seem to create their own superheroes. Yeah, there oh, is something about the superhero, perhaps, that is uniquely American. Yeah, there is, and uh, and comic it, books. I mean, in many ways, you know, are are our uh, art form. Absolutely, we just like jazz. You yeah, know, Americans yeah, yeah. created well, like, their own. Japan is like huge with comic books, like mangas and stuff. But do they really have superheroes? Like they don't have superheroes. I spoke with someone who uh, this guy Stu Le Levy, who uh, runs Tokyo Pop, and you know mm -hmm. he does Sailor Moon and all that, and. You know, these are super-powered characters, like, you know, Sailor Moon, but it, it's really more 
uh, sci-fi based, right. uh, more anim- uh, in terms of the anime, it, it's more like samurai, lone wolf and cub, stuff like that. So or Dragon Ball or like, Dragon Ball. I guess, yes. Do they mainly just do things that end and then they just don't continue? Is that kind of a whole story arc, but then they stop? Well, it- a lone wolf and cub. I mean, how many years did that go? That, that yeah. was well, even uh, Dragon Ball too. But it seems like with them, it's like it's not like they're Superman. more story arc based. Yeah, they have yes. a finite. Yes, you know, or yes, fifty years absolutely. later, some new people will do it. It's right. like right. it's done when it's absolutely. Also, did Mon- manga come out at the same time as American comic books, like 1930, or no? Did manga hit in like the 50s? I believe it came out a little bit later, but what I was fascinated to find out was that the reason that the eyes are so big in manga <laughs> is that they were inspired by Disney. Oh, right, right. Oh, okay. yes, I'd heard that. Well, the okay. guy, supposedly the guy that did uh, Astro Boy, it's a ripoff of Mickey Mouse. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Tez- Tezuku? Something right, like that, right, right, he right. He did. He did Gigantor too, Tezuku. or a couple things he right, did. So. Right. Now right. you had a you had a call with Alan Moore himself <laughs> about the documentary. Yes, I. I, I <laughs> Can was, we talk about that? Because sure. the thing is, you've interviewed like what a hundred people. Yeah, you've no, been collecting just material 100. for your Steve Rude documentary, which I'm very excited about because I love Steve Rude, and this Superhero Nation documentary for about three years. Three years, yes. I, I've been following Steve for three years, and um, as he phased out of comics, I realized I want to split the documentaries and and get this question answered as to why I myself was so fascinated with superheroes right. and why they were so American. So for uh, for the Steve Rude documentary, I've interviewed maybe 40 people um, and, you know, families, friends, co-workers, uh, fans. Mike Barron, you got Mike Barron? Oh, Mike Barron, I stayed with him. Wow, I've been to his wow. wedding. Real, uh, by, by the way, those of you who don't know, Steve Rude and Mike Barron co-created Nexus from uh, First Comics in the 80s, and it's a phenomenal book. You should, Mike Barron wrote it, and Steve Rude uh, co-plotted and, and illustrated it. Yes, and uh, Mike Barron also wrote The Flash, Punisher. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was a huge writer at DC in the late 80s, early mm-hmm. 90s. I'm actually befriended him and co-writing a, a horror biker script with him right now. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, horror so biker, that's horror, awesome. It, it's Sons of Anarchy meets Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Nice. Right. Yeah, it, it, it's oh, wow. an interesting little script. All right, so so we you're, don't a, you're a lifelong comics fan also. Oh, yes. I mean, that's movies, how I learned yeah. to read. But we don't have a lot of time, so tell us right. about the Alan Moore real quick, that you got a call? Or I a Yes, I reached out to someone who I interviewed um, and uh, got a call from Alan Moore, and he said, "Hello, it's Alan Moore." And I <laughs> not, said, not a lot of people get a phone call from Alan Moore. I, I thought I thought I was being punked. I mean, I, I was totally shocked. And because Tony can do an impression, do you? Yes, I can actually, and it's good to talk to you. Alan Moore was just the sweetest, coolest guy, and he's so fed up with superheroes. He really <laughs> yeah. doesn't want to participate. But I'm I'm heading out to England next year. I'm really hoping I can try to change his mind wow. uh, but yeah it, I just was pinching so myself the whole time he called you up just to say he's not interested yes. <laughs> well that's nice wait but he, he will, was this for the documentary yes. right so the, that'll be part of the documentary yeah uh, well yeah I hope well right. if anybody yeah, can do it you can do it Ian <laughs> right, so I'd right. say let's go to the uh, the nerd news you can okay. participate we're going to talk a little bit about right. what's in the news and here's the intro press the nerd news button nerd news all right So what's in the nerd news, Tony? All right. So in the world of the nerd news, this week, a lot of small and medium stuff hit. But the biggest stuff that hit was Entertainment Tonight, E.T., released a sneak peek of the first Green Lantern trailer footage. This is more of a teaser, but apparently it's a very lengthy teaser. Now, uh, you're a big fan, both of you. What do you guys think of the footage? 
I was disappointed. Yes. Yeah, I was disappointed too. I was Talk extremely about why. disappointed uh, tonally. I, I don't know what it hit. I, I, it did not leave me with that. I must run and see Hal Jordan flying yeah. through the skies. It might be the costume. It, it might be Ryan Reynolds. I think it's probably just the teaser wasn't really uh, cut correctly to, right. to really yeah. get me. Now, this excited. is not a big... snippets from the teaser. Right. Apparently, the full teaser will run in front of the new Harry Potter movie, which opens midnight Thursday. I'm going or or Friday. Yeah, I'm not even necessarily a fan, and I was disappointed. I don't know what what is it about it that's okay. disappointing us. I, I, I've broken it down. <laughs> Break it down. Uh, first of all, yeah, definite tone. With all of the great, for example, Thor, the Thor trailer looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Captain America, well, we don't have anything like that, but... Even you know, the video game trailer looked pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, what what's cool about the Thor trailer and the first Iron Man trailer yeah. back in the day when no one knew if Iron Man was going to be good or not, it had gr- some gravitas. Yes. It had jokes, but it also had a little bit of gravitas, and it got you to take it seriously. This is just stupid... This was corny. Stupid one-liners from Ryan Reynolds and... The costume is not so bad. The major problem, again, is the mask. The, the mask, mask looks terrible. like yeah. green <laughs> lipstick has been smeared yes, across his face. and it looks like it's an excuse just to get him to show his abs, which well, you know, I, don't, also, I don't need. By the way, when, when he... Uh, but come on, Ian, he does have some great abs. Oh, he's got fantastic abs. <laughs> the ladies are going to love it. We all want those abs. When he manifests the costume, he does this, and he like strikes a pose. It's almost like Linda Carter when she became Wonder Woman. She had to go like this and twirl right, around. Exactly. He, and, and he strikes the pose, and he looks up. He goes, boo! <laughs> and, like, and it's so ridiculous and posed. And then when his friend uh, Tom goes, whoa, dude, he holds that exact pose right. as if he's being chained up to a wall and goes, let's go find some trouble. No, at I first know. he goes, I know, right? right, right. You know, it's and what's the so deal? Dumb. Is he just filming this whole thing naked and they just put everything over? Uh, he had, had a like skin tight bodysuit. Body yeah. uh, body you know. okay. But um, I mean, the shot of Kilowog kind of sniffing him is cool. It's interesting. Sure. The aliens are going to look cool. Our only hope. Our only hope, everyone, is that the full teaser trailer uh, has some of the gravitas and that maybe this stuff is out of context. And yes. it, it was just a poorly, you know, selected teaser moment. I hope so, because Martin Campbell is, you know, he's a such great an director. Guy. Yeah, yeah, he's done fantastic stuff. And what he seems it, to really care. And he has he seems to be exhibiting the love and the care that, say, Favreau put into this. Right. What, now, what's he coming from? What did he do? He oh, did the, uh, the, the James, James Bond, Bond reboot. Oh, right, a couple. He's done two reboots. Okay, he did okay. GoldenEye and he did... Uh, what the Casino Royale? Casino, he did Goldeneye. Oh yeah, really? Okay, Casino so, Royale is amazing. I mean, yeah. it's a great. No, film. he's he's a really good director. So, so I'm figuring that he it's got to be better than the tr- the t- what they. We showed. can hope. I mean, I'm hope. hoping. I spoke to people at DC and they have really high hopes right. okay. for this film. And there's good buzz on Hollywood, but that mask, man, it just looks awful. Right. It almost looks like Daryl Hannah's black rectangular uh, thing in in Blade Runner, right? Doesn't she at one point have that <laughs> black makeup on her face? Her black yes. makeup, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we got to go. Ian, thanks right. so much for Ian Fisher. Fisher. By the way, find Ian Fisher on Twitter. And IanFisher.com. Ian oh, yeah, Fisher. IanFisher.com. And when does the documentary come out? Do we know? Uh, the Seabrood documentary should be ready uh, by the summer, and the Superhero Nation should be ready, uh, hopefully, by the end of next year. And you'll right. come back on the show, definitely, to sure. promote it. And, and by the way, the Seabrood documentary also has a page on Facebook. Yes, rude dude. Awesome. Yes, please okay. check it out. All right. All right Ian, so, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks and, for being uh, on the Action Room. And we'll see you next week. Uh, Zoe Zoe is going to be on talking about The Walking Dead, which yes. I was kind of disappointed in the second episode, but right. we'll talk We're more about, about that. We're about to watch the third episode yeah. tonight, so hopefully it kicks it up a little bit. All right. See you later. All right. Peace. Peace.